0: Every weekday, we're
1: bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more.
0: I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share.
2: Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.
3: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, in general. And we are your hosts of TMI
4: Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, y'all, I'm Julie. Hi there,
5: I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side.
4: Now, y'all need to know that we are obsessed with everything on the other side.
5: Yes, we are, because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, Life is going to be more fun and much more serene.
4: Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that.
5: Let's crush Earth School together.
4: Well, hello, my witchy of poo. How are you? <laughs> you know, every time I see the poo signal, I do think of, I mean, uh, emoji. Because <laughs> it's, well, it's witchy <laughs> poo. Well, witchy poo.
5: I never thought of that. You remember when we I...
4: had the fight about the wind one and I said, I <laughs> fart, and you said it's something about wind, the emoji. Y'all, just so you know, this is our life. Like, we'll argue about the meaning of an emoji. <laughs> Brenda can't talk right now, y'all. Her head is flying back and forth laughing it's all true every time i see that and again i call it the fart emoji you call it the windy emoji and so every time i see it i think about that as well my eyes are watering so i want to laugh really hard anyway oh my god wow not how i thought this particular episode would start just just like that oh my god Mm
5: -hmm. so how are you (laughs) I am great. I am great. So I am recently back from Esalen, right, where I was teaching spirit gut class. And your name may come up from time to time okay. where I where I refer to you as my, my magical elf, who is my co-host and wild child. I never know where we're going. No, you don't.
4: <laughs> you don't. You don't. In fact, this episode is called um, Hotel Grief like Hotel California for all you people that know the song or cool young ones that know the song um, <laughs> where you get there and you can never leave. And that's yeah. really what grieving yeah. kind of is. Yeah, And, and we're taught, and I know we talk about grieving a lot or grief a lot and it's such a part of our life and it feels like it's becoming even more and more about it. Like you've just had a lot of um, I think experiences in the last few weeks or month that have really brought this, up again. And then I'm having one that's happening soon that I'll share at the end that it is it is about not leaving it. And in fact, my personal opinion, if you grieve healthily, you don't you stay not all the time. And you know, but it's more about uh, the honoring part, the memory part and learning more on how to handle that, you know. Um, but anyway. I think yeah. that I would love to hear more about what your experiences have been so we can talk about grief some more.
5: Well, and I do think the fact that, you know, we're, COVID's still around, right? Yeah. And it's still yeah. killing people Yep, for sure. Um, but because so many people passed from COVID, anywhere you're gathering, you know, where there's more than five people, People are going to be affected by COVID and be grieve, still actively grieving, you know, establishing the new normal from people they've lost in COVID. So, uh, when I, was, I think that's real,
4: I think you're so absolutely real. right. I think we have so, another thing coming to though, Bren. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt you. No, no, no. But um, I think we are on the precipice right now of what is being called a silver tsunami when it comes to death. Um, because of the baby boomers, there's so many of them and they're getting, there's such, it's a big swath too of age range, Mm -hmm. very large range. What is Um, that age range? Do you know? Um, I, let's see, I am about four years outside of it. So let's call it, I know I should look it up. It's it's probably 58, 59 Mm -hmm. around there, um, to 80. I mean, it's okay. a pretty big pretty chunk, big maybe in the late seventies yeah. or something. But it's a pretty big chunk. Well, and we lost a lot of them already. Well, right? that's the thing. We've lost yeah. a lot of them from a from a from a global pandemic. But we're still looking straight at the um, you know the the silver tsunami because there's so many, right? There's so many boomers. Such a huge group. Yeah. And I think that's also, and I think a lot of people are thinking of their own, their own mortality that are in that as well.
5: Oh, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you can't not. Um, and so, you know, we had talked about me going to the organization called a Modern Elders Academy or MEA, and in a group of 20, there were at least a quarter of those people who were actively grieving one or both parents that were lost during COVID. Silver tsunami and COVID meet. Yep. Right. And it was just, you know, it was devastating and it was active and it was, how do I go on? Like it, it, you know, it, in a honoring and an intellectual fight of I knew this was coming, I knew this didn't couldn't last forever. I knew intellectually, yes of course my parents are going to go before me. That intellectual exercise of trying to prepare is such a folly, right you can right. prepare for you can acknowledge you can plan there are things you can do to make the transition easier from an administrative point, but not from an emotional, head and heart how do i build my new normal without this guiding loving even challenging force like depending on whatever your relationship is like you have to live it you can only live the grieving
4: you can't avoid it you can't bypass it right does that make sense it makes all the sense in the world it really does and i um cuz you have you taught me eons ago things like eons ago that you know grief is a badge of love a badge for love right yeah and um and it is it's hard and it sucks but oh my god what a privilege right to have loved that deeply and fully and in the case with margaret unconditionally right what a privilege that i have had in this life right what a privilege and if this is what i have to pay for it I'd do it over and over again. I don't even have to be in only in spirit form to say that. I can be (laughs) in this body at this time and say, I would do it over and I would choose it. I'd be like, can I have a crappy mom my whole life or can I have an exceptional (laughs) mom until I'm 40? I would pick exceptional mom every single time. Right, right. And to to this to be what I had to pay. Right. Because what I pay, is like teeny tiny matters compared to what I what I got
5: what you what you received yeah yes
4: yeah. received way better word thanks <laughs> okay, um, okay so of but these I, so I think, of these people though Brent I'm sorry of these mm-hmm. people um, what is like the average age of of the um, mea
5: I think I think actually the average age of attendees is somewhere like between forty seven and fifty three but I think got it um, the, from the people that were in our group they they were probably a little bit above that but not much not much I don't think um but they you know again they were just like I some of them had siblings some of them didn't but they were some of it it was like messy administrative things and what would my mom want us to do as well as like how do I just go on I don't know how to go forward you know like it's because if if I have to go forward, it feels like you're leaving your loved one behind, right? Right. If, if,
3: right, if I let's like take I a quick like break trying. and
4: talk about that because that okay. is a really really important point. We'll be right back, y'all.
3: I'm Tamika D. Mallory, and it's your boy My Son, the General, and we are your host of TMI: New Year, New Name, New Energy, but same old. Us. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. right.
2: More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time
4: We're back. I may have done that abruptly because I'm not used to going to breaks. So, (laughs) um, but we're back. So we're going to talk. Go ahead. You go witchy poo. Well, I was talking
5: about how when we grieve and we're like, "I, I don't know how to go forward because part of our brain, you know, tells us that if we go forward, we are betraying or leaving behind our loved one, a loved one who has passed on. And, this is, you know, this is just not true. Establishing the new normal takes a lot of energy. You have to grieve. You have to get support without a doubt. And one way to keep them alive with you is, of course, to tell stories about them. Tell them you share the wisdom that you gained from your loved ones. Uh, tell tales on them that make you giggle that like we always told you Oh, yeah. Them, the giggled. funny stories.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. So like, is this what was coming through? With any of the messages that you were getting, like, were they?
5: Well, it was, it was just, I think this is where people often get stuck in their grieving process. Mm. Like, I don't want to go on as opposed to, you know, their loved ones come through and go, I can't wait for you to figure this out or sell this house. Or, you know, like, I want you to be light and move forward. I want you to be able to travel forward. I'm not going anywhere. Yes, I'm not there, but I'm not gone either. Like, this is the message that comes through. Now, don't get me wrong. There were some, you know, parents that came
4: through that were all bossy pants and, you <laughs> know, Oh, that's so cute. What was it but like? It, Can you share any of the bossiness? Because I well, get a kick out of that stuff.
5: Well, it's just so fun, right? Because they will literally say, oh, no, this is what you should do. And oh, this is, you know, don't worry about that. And don't wear that ever again. And,
4: you know, like funny. Oh, things. that's amazing. So you, just, is, was that a mom coming through yeah, with the clothing? Of course it was, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, moms.
5: Yeah, it was just so fun, you know, and, and giggly. And, you know, I would laugh while saying it, you know, being very direct, because that's how they're coming through, and. People would be like crying and laughing at the same time. Like, oh my god, that's exactly what she would say. <laughs> you know, <laughs>
4: that's so cute.
5: Or if I asked the mom to back up so we could go on with the other, no, mm-mm, they're still there. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> right, moms. <laughs> they <laughs> burst into the scene. Yes, and, and just so much love and so much connection, and you know, and and just reassuring, like you can't get rid of me if you wanted to. And, you know, and that's always very loving. And I think reassuring to the nervous system, like, because you don't know that until you know that. You don't know they're gonna be around until you hear, hey, I'm gonna be around always. And so it can be really great. Now,
4: I'm gonna guess, Mm -hmm. tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I'm gonna guess that that those folks that you read for, that their parents were coming through, that they've Mm -hmm. just lost, that they're now gonna turn around and tell that story. So that's part of them keeping that going. Right. Does that make sense? Are oh, they gonna gosh, do that? Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Right? Oh, that's oh, perfect. I can't,
5: even, I can't even tell you like how many times, you know, we'd meet at break and they'd be like, I already called my sister and I told her this, you know? <laughs> right. So sweet. Exactly. So yeah. So
4: it's a ripple. It's a ripple effect for sure. I used yeah. to tell like when I after we first met, like in fact we I think we'd met in person once. Mm-hmm. Um And then you did the reading for the group one for Jimmy and Ruben and Suzanne and I. Mm -hmm. And the number of – and that was primarily Mona, but also my father had come through. And obviously so did my mother because she can't help herself either. But the (laughs) number of people I told the story to um, kept everybody – like it was part of keeping them alive.
5: Right. Right. Well, and you know, the, in the tradition, they say that we all die two deaths, right? The day we, we lost our body and the day when someone tell, says our name for the last time, right? Wow. So that's the second death. So if you can make sure generationally that people know the stories of your ancestors, it's so healing and it's so important. First, they should know it's part of their legacy, right? That these, these yeah, young, for sure. young, young ones coming up literally embody the legacy of those who've passed on. That's important to know. I mean, and you can see a generation like, oh my God, you're just like your grandmother. Like you can see it, right? <laughs> uh, which is a lot of fun. But it's also, it gives them a chance to connect with an element of their lives that they didn't know. So it's super important.
4: And doesn't it? And you may have already said this. This, but it um, it also helps us, the ones that are left here. Oh gosh! Like oh, right, gosh. like our nervous system. It's it's just it's part of that. Right? So there
5: was one woman who showed up. Now, granted, she had a kind of traumatic. Um, travel, like, you know, how how travel can be a little hard. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) Suki.
4: I heard that. Um, So yeah, that's Suki. She has a Chewy. Yeah.
5: And so, but um, so she like her luggage was lost, her plane was delayed, like all the things that could go wrong went wrong. So she's a little frazzled um, when I saw her on the first day. And there was a young spirit that showed up and she could not think of who it was. And so at some point, I had to let that spirit. I'm saying okay, we're going to move on, but you keep me posted if anything, you know, oh. during the week. Like we we just had to move on with the reading because she, you know, and again, she was a little frazzled, and which makes total sense. Anyone would be in that situation. And then she came to me the next day and said, "I was talking to my family, right?" Because she she called right, her, well talk, done, her, right? She and she's like my my nephew died. Uh, he he passed. Um, I think I want to say under the age of two, uh, and so that's who this was. And and she had, couldn't think of it in the moment, but she was sleep deprived, she was stressed, like she just couldn't Aww. even think of it, and it happened, you know, a minute ago. So, so you know, think, like you need the family of support, right, in that situation. But so the whole family got to experience the reading and experience the healing because she was generous and shared her experience, shared her story, in this way and they helped her and she helped them. And it was, you know, this beautiful cycle of connection with the other side and connection with each other. So it's a whole family situation of healing. So it was lovely. You know, it's
4: so interesting of, of all the grieving talks we've had, mm-hmm. what is such a, I think, evolution from all of that is what we're talking about right now, which is the telling of stories. And yes. I don't think people really know how powerful that is. And it's also very much part of the Mexican tradition of Dia de los Muertos, right? Day of the Dead. Because mm-hmm. they they actually have a day set aside every year so you can celebrate, tell stories about those loved ones because they very much believe in that second death. You know, we did um, the movie, uh, Book of Life. right? And it was the animated movie. And um, it was Jorge Gutierrez is the one who um, uh, wrote, directed, and, and produced the movie. And it's such a, um, such a it beautiful was, movie, such a beautiful. movie. It really is, yeah. right. And, and even if you, and if you've seen that, or you can also see Coco, because it's along the ideas also mm-hmm. of, of Coco, which is about the afterlife, But they talk about in Book of life how um, like you go down to another level when no one speaks of you. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, like they kind of created this animated hierarchy you know, of the other side and they, people would go to another level when no one would speak of them. So the last thing I would ever do of those that I love to have them ever drop down in the hierarchy of, do my humans give a shit about me? And like, it is now a mission of mine to to continue to tell those stories, right? And it does help how you feel, right? Especially if you use it, if you do it in a way that is truly telling a story, because I know people will do it to, and, and if you've done this, y'all, no, no no blame here or judgment, but people will do it for attention. And if you're telling the stories, just because you're telling stories, not like, oh, I've lost all these, because people will be like, oh, I'm so sorry that you've lost it. I'm like, it's okay. This is it, This is life. I'm just sharing stories. I'm not looking for sympathy, because as Margaret used to say, if you're looking for <laughs> sympathy, you can find it between shit and syphilis in the dictionary because you're not getting it from me um but but there are people that do that and i'm just like noting that Mm -hmm. is because it's a it's real
5: and and i think even if you don't have a story to tell about them you can also just talk to them right when you when you invoke like you know um i've I've been talking a lot to my brother recently his birthday is july 5th and so i always you know we're coming up on that and you could just feel it in the air and he would you know, he it would just be such a fun day for us because, obviously, Fourth of July. He's like, look at everybody's having a party for me, <laughs>
4: <laughs> and, did they, and and they were, and they were absolutely. He was worthy of <laughs> that
5: celebration. Were. There's no doubt. But I just, anyhow, I've just been missing him and talking to him, and he would love all these adventures. And so, um, anyway, but this is another way. Wait, to... his
4: birthday? I did not know his birthday was July fifth. His birthday. My July 5th. father's is July sixth.
5: Oh, that's so interesting
4: <laughs> and his birthday's coming up and so yeah. is unfortunately hmm, his the 40 40th anniversary of his jumping
5: oh my gosh oh gosh long time
4: Yep. so he and i have a lot to talk about he's still around he is. i i don't feel like he's reincarnated at all i feel like he's waiting oh gosh no mm-hmm. no yeah i think he's waiting yep. for yep. somebody yep. he's just um, doing, he's
5: doing fine he's doing fine where he is
4: yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's coming. So it's so interesting because I've been thinking a lot about dad because of that date. And it's oh, interesting. You've been thinking a lot about your brother and talking to him because of, because yeah. dates are a thing.
5: Yeah. You mm-hmm. know,
4: they're a thing. Their birth date, their and, jump date. Yep. 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 So this yep. is just
5: another way to keep them alive. And I think, um, you know, one of the nicest things a, a woman said to me at MEA is when we when we gathered in the morning for a circle there when i walked into the circle there was a earring on the ground and i picked it up and you know you know i, I hate i hate losing jewelry <laughs> you
4: know oh, so, you're the so, right person to find it
5: and so i found it and and literally i like i didn't look around the room to see who it was this earring like like just went right to her like it floated right to her in my hand i said is this yours and she's like oh my gosh oh my gosh thank you so much And then she had her reading later that day, and this is someone who lost her mom um, that that year. That's what she would say. I lost my mom. And when we went in to do our check-in the next day, she said, yesterday, Brenda picked up my earring and gave it to me. And what she didn't know is that was my mother's earring. And I wear her earrings every day to be close to her. But what I didn't know is that in the afternoon, Brenda would actually give me my mom back. Right oh. in her session. And it was just it was just very sweet. A little weepy and, over here. Yeah. In Santa Fe. A, right. I so mean, it's sweet.
4: beautiful. So sweet. And that's and, so sweet.
5: Yeah. And and she's a writer, so she has a way with words as you authors do. Sure. And Wow,
4: well, so, some anyhow, of us cuss her, a lot, but it's, 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 <laughs> uh, it, it that's a beautiful her, thing. And so now she's yeah. gonna tell that story.
5: Yes, she will tell that story. And right, yeah, and her mom was one of the very chatty ones and delighted to come through and reunite and oh, so sweet. Yeah.
4: I love that for just, her. Yeah, it
5: was just really sweet. So, um, but this this idea of grieving actively and healing and moving forward and staying connected is a thread that came through over and over in our sessions which is really sweet.
4: That's a beautiful thing.
5: So we should take a break and we'll be right
4: back. Oh, wait,
5: crap. That was my job. I got way into, I
4: got all teary <laughs> crying about one of the people you read for that. I like totally forgot my damn job. Hey guys, we're <laughs> take, take a break. We'll be right back.
3: I'm Tamika D Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, in general, and we are your host of TMI new year, new name, new energy, but
0: same old. Oh yeah.
3: And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. right.
2: More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to more than a movie as part of the My Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: The therapy for black girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things, mental health, personal development,
4: we're over here just grieving away (laughs) and the hotel grief
5: (laughs) and never let you out and and laughter is an important part of grieving right because there's no doubt yeah there's parts of death are very funny (laughs) so um so one of the other themes that came through and this was that when i was at esalen um recently doing a spirit messages session right where it's just public demonstration of, of mediumship and there was a, a young spirit who came in, um, who'd been passed like three decades ago, and he came in and literally opened the door for three other children to come through. One was 18, one was four months, and one was 21 weeks, like wasn't even born. But all three of these wow. children- Wow. Came through with very specific messages. Um, it, it was it was amazing that this this child who passed like maybe four years old, thirty years ago, ushered in all these messages to these moms. Mm. It was so sweet. It was so beautiful and meant so much to these grieving families and um, and spoke very specifically about ways that they had honored them and, you know, acknowledged them. And um, one, one of the children had passed uh, by suicide, and he talked about how we have to think differently about that way to pass to make sure the people who remain get the support they deserve. And it was, like, so generous of spirit. It was so generous of spirit. And, and the mom said that, you know, that was this kid. I mean, this kid was like amazing and generous and, and kind and, you know, so smart and wise in, in many ways. Um, so I just I just think, again, like when we think about children who pass, we sometimes um, diminish the power of their spirit because they were young. But the wisdom right. of their soul comes shining through and I just wanted to share like that gracefulness of, of some of those spirits. It was really quite inspiring.
4: That is beautiful. Oh, my God, Brendan. So interesting. And we're going to talk about this because this is going to be a continuing thing about uh, the fact I bought a cemetery. But I do want to share one thing <laughs> is I did have a relative get a hold of me. Um, uh and she, a descendant of those that lived in the house, and um, she was she was telling me, you know, all these terrible things happen there. I'm like, well, really, like what? Like, tell me what's terrible to you. She said, like, well, I had an uncle that did it and committed suicide. I'm like, well, honey, we go all sorts of ways. If you buy into the idea that we're one soul that lives a thousand lives, you're gonna go that way at one point or another. Right, it's and on the menu, right, it's on the menu. It's school. on the menu, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And so I think that, and I said to her, I go, it doesn't, and it's so funny you say this. I'm like, it didn't make his life or his experiences or who he was any less important because he decided to exit when he chose. Right. In and a very,
5: very strong and empowered way, no doubt. Right. And, and we don't, yeah. get to ju- we don't get to judge that. We don't know what his experience was. And, and the truth yeah. is on the other side, they don't judge it. Right. But, you know, there are traditions that, yeah,
4: well, I so. think in general, though, how people go, there's judgment, right? Like, um, like my father was an alcoholic. People look down upon that. I actually don't talk about that much anymore because I don't want that to denigrate who he was. Yeah. Because I see mm-hmm. responses from people, so it's a very, very valid. Like I love when sp- spirits teach us how to live. Yes. yes. Right.
5: Well, and a lot in, in there's that's, some tradi- that's
4: they're right.
5: There are some traditions that look at every every death is a suicide. Right. Every death is a suicide because we all uh, choose how we're going to go. Right. We all contract it right. some way or another. So.
4: Right. Anyhow. Right. Right. Um, so it's this whole conversation, the the timing of it is so fascinating um, because we tend to experience a lot of the same stuff, but separate. You know, it's, <laughs> I think it's like the universe is like, hey, y'all, uh, make good shows. So I'm going to have you experience <laughs> that and you experience this. And um, what's really interesting about it is because we talk about, you know, we talked about early on about how do we honor people? How do we keep their spirit alive? Things like that. And one way that isn't terribly typical, I think, um, but I'm going to be a one man and you, we can be a two woman show on this, is at weddings. (laughs) Uh, So the first wedding I did, officiated, um, I did, I invoked some loved ones who had passed. And the Mm -hmm. one that I'm doing um, soon, um, and everybody knows how much I love my high school boyfriend, John, and his family. And his son is uh, getting married to the most wonderful woman named Laura Beth. And um, so I'm actually officiating their wedding and have spent a tremendous amount of time focusing on honoring those um, that have passed on in their life at the ceremony like um, uh, Colin, who was my high school boyfriend, John's husband, husband's son, that was weird. Did I slip on that one? That was very weird, his son. Um, he could have been my future husband. But anyway, um, so uh, maybe we were just like spiritually married. Um, so, so I'm gonna talk about Colin's grandparents. And what's really interesting about it is that Colin's grandmother, Cecilia, um, her best friend was also her cousin. And at the end of March, and I found this out uh, from his aunt and my friend Deanne, another mayor, and there's a lot of them. So if you're confused, it's okay. We'll, we'll do party tricks later about if you can remember all the mayors. And um, uh, she went to see the, her best friend slash cousin, went to go see a psychic and had a reading. And at the reading, this, the, uh, the reader said to her, um, oh, this is, you know, this is your cousin, Cecilia, coming through. And she says that there's a celebration that's coming. And the response was, well, yes, her grandson's getting married. And then she goes, and I also see um, that she will be honoring us. So thank her. And that's me. Yeah, so sweet. Yeah. and it's such Isn't a great, that amazing?
5: Yeah, it's so great that, you know, it's such a confirmation that, hey, I'm on this. Don't think, don't think i doing will doing the right there. thing. I will be
4: there. <laughs> right. And so, right. And so there's an the honoring of them and also what they gave their family. Like th- that is, those are two people that really instilled the strongest familial bond I've ever seen, felt in my mm-hmm. life. Like they were like, we're family and we're going to stay oh. a family. And that's like, that was their legacy it was we're family, man. Um, and then the other one is a friend of Laura Bess. Cause we talk about You know, um, it doesn't have to be a family member that these are people we love. And this is a there's a woman named Lauren um, that was very close to LB and uh, was there for her in a really tough time um, and a very grounding force, loving force for her. And uh, she passed on from a car accident in 2017 and was absolutely Mm -hmm. devastating to her. And we're bringing her back. You know, Mm -hmm. we're bringing we're inviting her in. I say bring her back. That was weird. It was like I could you know, right? raised <laughs> or something. But, which, that's Claire. a good trick. Yeah. If you can teach me that one, that was going to be great. Don't do that. Don't cancel, do Claire, that. cancel, Claire. I know I sell social <laughs> shit all the time. There's movies about that, and they're not good. It never goes well. Um, it, it doesn't go well. Uh, Sir, so All the movies I've watched, it doesn't. But we are inviting her in. Um, for her to be there for LB. And and it's funny when I was talking to them, cause you know, you talk to the couples regularly and all that, and I said, I don't want this whole thing, this part to sound like a funeral because it's not, yeah. um, but I should do funerals is what I'm thinking. Like the wedding stuff is great, but I should really I should really do serv- funeral services. <laughs> um, um, but it is very, but if we are bringing it light, what?
5: <laughs> I can't even, I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> Funerals are not readings, that's all I'm going (laughs) to say.
4: No. Oh, true. So, um, yeah, so maybe I shouldn't (laughs) do those. But, um, so I just changed my mind. Um, See how easy that was? Um, So, but anyway, so they're really being honored, but it's a beautiful way to honor those that you love by inviting them, you know, into the wedding, you know, because it's such a magical, beautiful time.
5: Yeah, and remembering them, right? And it's just, yeah, it's so yes. important. Yep, so good. Oh, I'm glad you get to do that, that's yeah, fun. Yeah,
4: right? Oh. oh, I love this part, and when I when I did this for Chad and Myron, and my, the first one, I'm standing there with tears, like there's Chad, he's crying, I'm crying, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, hold on, I will get my composure back. And then everybody else is crying, it worked. It was a little bit of a uh, Steel Magnolias moment, the yeah. laugh-cry, like that's yeah. the best. Yeah, and if you haven't watched Sealed Magnolias, y'all, you need to watch it. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> laugh, cry, laugh, cry, it was amazing. You're laughing while you're crying. Yes, yes, that, and, and
5: it's true. I mean, I think there's oftentimes humor and death go hand in hand, so without a doubt. I, yeah, without, yeah. without a they doubt. They can, <laughs> you yeah, know, well, you
4: can, yeah. we can be playful because it's also part of the healing process for us because, he, yeah. uh, you know, laughter does do a lot of healing for us. Without a doubt. Um, I mean, I laugh all the time at shit Margaret did. (laughs) Constant. Um, So anyway, I I do think
5: again, uh, you know, just uh, noticing the through line of sometimes devastating, disorienting grief where you don't know how to go forward. To I think specifically a very tender point whenever you're talking about children moving on and how wise those souls are and how they get their messages through and like we can we can honor the grief and know that they too are still growing and are whole on the other side and then talking right. about the honoring and keeping the stories alive like these are different stages of grief that are important to keep in and mind not
4: judging how they went right right to your point to your right. list not judging right. that, how they they jumped
5: and again not my point but this Young man's uh, point, mm-hmm. right? Who passed on? So this, um, I just we want. I just wanted to bring up, especially as we're grieving in mass, coming out of COVID, that I think it's super important to acknowledge where you are and the the distance you've covered in grief, and perhaps honor you know the distance you have yet to cover as you establish your new normal and take care of yourself and move forward.
4: That's beautiful. And I think the COVID part is really important because I don't know anybody that hasn't been touched by this. Right. Right. No one. I don't right. know a soul. Yeah. For so really. that's a very important thing.
5: So that's what are, we wanted to share with you today. So remember, first school is hard. Hotel
4: grief. Yeah. Without hotel grief in the other side.
5: Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us everyone and a special thanks to our producer Joey Pat and our executive producer Maya Cole Howard who guides us
4: while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at other side guides or shoot us a note at h i at vibes
5: We want to know what you think we want to know what you know and we want to hear your stories and remember
4: our school is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.